What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Scale Riders podcast episode. This is number 210. I am your host, 65 Lokes, covering model car culture from around the world. I hope you guys are doing well. Solo episode right here, chilling all the way from the HQ. And let's just get things started. Um, you know, a lot of things are going on. We're already in the month of April. And as these months are flying by and, you know, we're zipping through the year, uh, we do have some events coming up in the month of May that I wanted to uh, talk about and cover on this episode, along with uh, what I'm currently working on with my builds. And then I also want to talk about restocks and new items for the online store. So let's kick things off with the upcoming events in the month of May. So in May, there are three events that are coming up. Let's start with the first. The first one being the SoCal Open Model Car Show. This one's being presented by Dedicated Scale Enthusiast Magazine. And it's a charity event benefiting and hosted by the Rancho San Antonio Boys Home. The address there is 2100 Plummer Street, Chatsworth, California taking place Sunday, May 7th, 2023. So the event's going down from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. And one of the the cool things and exciting things about this event is that the theme is tuners and drifters. So hopefully, you know, there'll be a big turnout with that. Uh, But, you know, you can bring pretty much any kind of a build. So uh, this event is a pretty chill laid back and it's more of a like an nnl type style show so one of the cool things is it's taking place in southern california and in the location where it's at in chatsworth it's like a a really nice meeting point for a lot of the the cities where you got la you got san diego you know all the way to ventura county and even going up more northern to like central California as well. Gilroy, Salinas, you know, even all the way up to San Jose. Like, I mean, this is like a cool, cool spot location where people come out. And, you know, there's a lot of sponsors that are going to be a part of this. And, you know, let's get into the, uh, you know, if you want to bring in your models how much is it going to cost and all that stuff. So for um, the pre-entry, it's $15. And entry at the door, it's $20. And it's for unlimited models. So let's talk about the uh, the pre-entry. So what does that mean? Basically, if you want to, you know, already pre-register online, let's just say that, you know, you, you don't want to... Um, you don't want to like be waiting in line and and to have to fill out all that paperwork and all that stuff. You could pretty much uh, visit lasciscale.com slash SoCalOpen and do the pre-registering right there. Sign up, uh, type in your info, uh, pay online, and you're registered in. And you get to pay the $15 instead of the $20. So you're basically, you're saving time and money right there. So... Once you get that squared out of the way, all you got to do now is just prep your model cars, set them aside, 
get them ready or the ones that you're you're trying to finish up you know get them as close as possible even if you don't finish your model and you want to just showcase at the stage if you feel comfortable enough to want to show us that definitely bring it down that would be like a cool thing to do because the more models we see in the tables the more exciting it is you know for everybody it's really nice when modelers are very transparent into showing everybody um, their process or where they're at in the stages even if the model's not done because you see it there in its raw form and eventually the following year you start to see the final stages or even the completion and you appreciate the model more because you do remember seeing it at some point when it was more on its like really raw early stages and it's very um similar to like the one-to-one scale cars you know you go to a show you see a car and it's pretty much like in its bare bones let's say and then the next year comes out and now the full fabrication from the exteriors there the interior starting to kind of come together the, the next year after that you're starting to see more things come together and then finally you start to see paint you know and then the final touches and and now the car is complete you know so it's almost like you've been a part of the journey along with this car so with the uh you know the the pre-entry you also got to consider too is that that helps the hosts you know the the people running the show the event you got to consider like okay there's um there's a lot going on you know there there's it's a busy day, um, you know, the night before prepping, being there, setting up the tables, getting everything going. And then even that morning, you know, it, it must be really stressful, like not getting good enough sleep because you're probably like, you know, moving everything around, getting everything sorted. And then you got to wake up early in the morning and be there very early in the morning to make sure you're there, turn on the lights, open the doors and make sure everything's good. But then, you know, when it comes down to the registering thing, that for sure, I bet it must be like a, a big stress for like pre-entry because you got to make sure everyone gets in and, and everything gets signed up. But when it's the pre-entry, it's a lot more smoother, you know, um, you're, you're in the door and you basically just let them know who you are and you're already pre-registered. And you're basically like able to start setting up your models uh, right there. Uh, and at the same time, like, let's just say you pre-register now. That's also a, a, a good motivator for yourself to basically mark that calendar and for you to be like, I'm going to be there. I'm coming out to the show. So, you know, there's a lot of, lot of pros to the pre-entry. And like I said, it's unlimited models. So you could just... Bring as many as you want. If you want to bring, you know, one model or if you want to bring 15 models and look at it as like, it's like it cost me a dollar per entry, you know, <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. But anyway, you you can bring as many models as you want. It, it's all good. Uh, the more, the better, because I, I feel like people get to this opportunity to see um you know, models, different styles, different genres, uh, different takes on things. And, and you know, it, it's definitely a good way to communicate with people, too, because if you hang around your area 
or someone recognizes one of your cars and then later they see you, you know, walking around, it, it's it's a cool thing that sparks conversation when you uh, get together and you start to like, you know, uh, ask questions and, and give that information out as to how'd you do this or or what brand is that? You know, these are these are a lot of uh, 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 questions and things that I think a lot of people would be very excited and open to talking about, uh, especially now with, you know, at the stage that we're at now um, where model building has gone, where there's just so much information out there. But at the same time, you're in person, it's a bit more different um, when you're explaining something to someone you know, it, it definitely, you're going to be more transparent, explain everything, this is the way it's done, or the way I did it, you know, you, you, I'm pretty sure you'll get some good results to, by doing it this way. Um, another thing, too, uh, that I wanted to add is the uh, exclusive drawing for pre-entry, pre-entries only. Uh, and then there's also, um, so, Juniors are going to be free. Spectators are free. Um, I'm going to try to find out more info on the exclusive drawing for pre-entries only. And I'm pretty sure what that entitles is that you're, you're pretty much, you know, you, you pre-register and you're going to be in an exclusive drawing. So, like, they're going to, you know, pull out a number or something and, and that's another thing. You can win a prize. All right. So... Um, but I'm going to look more into that because I just want to make sure that is what it is, you know, but but it's stated on the flyer, um, you know, so there's Builder's Choice Awards uh, for the theme of tuners and drifters. There's Best of Show, Best Paint, Best Undercarriage, Best Engine, Best Junior, um, up through age 16, Best Detail, and uh, Special Awards. There will be an award uh, from, there will be a Masterpieces Award. There will be an award from Juan for You, Bunch Brothers, Dedicated Magazine Award, and finally uh, an award by us, uh, Scale Writers, as well. So we'll have a, a special award there. So basically for those special awards, meaning, you know, everyone, every one of us is, is participating in in the uh, the sponsorship of our awards where we get to to uh, pick and decide you know who who are our special award picks for for what we see there on the table so uh, definitely come out it, it's always a nice view when you get to see all the uh, the awards like on the table lined up along with all the other prizes that are being raffled throughout the day so it's it's very very nice if you want more information on this, uh, please visit LaskyScale.com backslash SoCalOpen. Um, again, you can always get in contact with Art Lasky. And at the same time, um, you, if you're on Instagram, you know, contact uh, Dedicated Magazine. You can always get in contact with them. Check them out on Instagram. If you have any questions whatsoever of the upcoming show or if you want to get in contact with me as well, uh, relay a question, I can always... Um, you know, answer you back with that, get that information. And I want to mention some of the sponsors for this event. So uh, Grex, Tamiya, Coaster Brush, Detail Junkies, Down to Scale, Iceman, Collections, Protect, Scale Finishes, Lowrider, Model Car Parts, Showcase Hobbies, 
uh, Scale Pro Shop, Masterpieces, The Model, Car Garage, Mark S., uh, Gustafson, Attorney at Law, and also finally, uh, Scale Riders. So um, please make sure to, uh, you know, check on the website if there's any, any further information you know, that, that you want to look into. And you can always, like I said, you could pre-register there. So at this event, like I've said before, I will be there vending at this event. Um, you know, the last event I vended at was at Ventura. That was awesome. Before that was up north, San Jose, NNL West. That was awesome. And now this one is going to be even more awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, I had from a show in February, the month of March off, the month of April off, and now we're coming back to another show in the month of May, which I'm very excited about. You know, every time I'm leading up to the show, I'm thinking to myself, all right, what do I bring? What do I bring? What, you know, what do I have new? Or, or what's something that I consider like a classic that my customers are looking for? So definitely for this show, we're gonna be bringing the model kits, some tools, the paints, splash paints. So you'll be able to see a lot of the, the different things that I that I do offer on the online store. And, you know, you'll be able to see it there uh, firsthand as well. Um, I will have stickers as well, along uh, with the scale rider bags that I'll be bringing to the show. You know, and like all purchases there at the show, I always, you know, put stickers, put a sticker in the bag. So um, this way, you, you know, you go home with something, um, you know, for the bench or, or just as a memory, you know, uh, but I'm, I'm very looking forward to it and I'm, I'm just excited. I mean, it's coming up, you know, we're like I said, we're in the month of April, but it's it's flying by. I mean, it's it's going on like for myself, even leading up to that day, I'm, I'm so lucky that I'm able to even just get that day to be there to van because family business we get busy around this time like the beginning of may until like mother's day i'm swamped you know um working at a flower shop you know though that's the the one of the biggest holidays in the flower industry you know mother's day valentine's huge so a lot of work has to be done especially on that weekend pre-prep because you're one week away from one of the biggest holidays coming up. So um, I was able to get that opportunity to, to uh, not have to work that day from the day job. But I am still going to be working. But this is a different type of work, you know. This is something more that I'm passionate about. I'm excited about to see, you know, all my modeler peers, you know, there's friends that are going to be coming in from out of town too. So that's going to be really exciting. You know, aside from the SoCal Open, I want to move over and uh, mention uh, another event that will be taking place on May 6th. This is on a Saturday, okay? Um, I'm going to tie all this in at the end after I mention these three events. So the second event, uh, this is an event uh, that's being hosted by a, a car club. So this is one-to-one scale car club. It's called Genocide Car Club, um, based out Southern California, Los Angeles. This is taking place May 6th 
and the location. They're basically having their third annual G-Side party at the Pink Motel. And uh, I, I've, you know, online and I hear that these parties are pretty wild. They're pretty dope. Um, they, you know, they got, you see custom cars, lowriders, there's vendors, there's sk skateboarders. They got like a bowl from what I've seen in videos and stuff. It's pretty dope. But the thing, why I wanted to bring this up and why this, this event sounds very fun too is that at this event, Armando Flores will be doing um, a Pink Motel presentation. So he's been working hard and working behind the scenes, creating uh, the Pink Motel along with model cars. And he's been also collaborating with other model car artists that have, they're gonna be you know working together to have this come to light, life, and present this at this event. Uh, this will be the first time uh, that he'll be presenting this particular, you know, presentation here at this event, something new. A lot of us know, you know, Armando has done a very astounding work throughout the years with all his builds. But then again, you know, he reached that uh, peak in like the early 2000s where now he had to to push the model car scene into the more of a formal like art scene so people can see you know and enjoy the model cars at presentations and over time you know it's it's been one of those growing things where you start to involve other modelers and and more of your peers where it becomes a big collaborative project and work where you know you have things that come together as an example like the Whittier Boulevard you know collaboration with Armando with the down of scale uh, guys and and it's just you know there's just a lot a lot of people a lot of things that just come together to have these things come to light and now as you know when 2023 this is a whole new presentation that later we, we will start to see at events as well and you know i just wanted to spread you know word on this if uh, you know if if you're open on the saturday this is definitely an event uh you want to come out to it's from 1 p.m 1 to 9 p.m so this is more of a an, an afternoon evening event so let's move on to the uh third show okay so this third show is going to be taking place in los angeles and this is at the los angeles convention center so this is like deep in the heart of los angeles downtown la you got the skyscraper buildings there um you're maybe like what couple miles or a mile away from the sixth street bridge all the bridges you know the river bottoms right there, all the other very iconic, famous locations where people get videos, where movies are shot, all this good stuff. It's like right there. What used to be the Staples Center, you know, where the Lakers play and all that, it, it's going down right there. So this show, this is being hosted and thrown by Original Loiter. So this is called Original Loiter Experience 2023. 
taking place los angeles it's and then plus it's like cinco de mayo weekend um so there's a lot of festivities gonna be going on and this is the weekend this is like this the the saturday and the sunday okay um so what is original lowrider so original lowrider if if by now maybe a lot of you guys do know or don't know but when oh if this is the first time you're hearing it you're gonna have a a, a big connection of connecting that with Joe Ray. Joe Ray being like the voice, the face of Lowrider. Think of if, if you're a UFC fan, if you're like a UFC fanatic, you know, combat sports and all that, think of Dana White and UFC. Like who is Dana White and what is Dana White to UFC? Dana White is the face of UFC, right? The same thing. Joe Ray is the face of Lowrider, okay? So, um, original Lowrider, that is a brand that, that's his brand. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's other people involved. You know, I really don't know too much about the who's involved in what, but I know that he is the face and that is his brand, you know, and this, this brand is, is something that, um, it, it's like, coming coming out of another company i don't want to say the name of the company uh but just think of it as like the way i look at it is like it's like skateboarders okay back then skateboard companies were run by corporations or they were started by a skater but then they got funded by a corporation and it blew up like huge where now you had too many hands in the pot where executives, people that had no connection to skateboarding were kind of making these, these decisions as to what to what to do with the, the budget cuts here, budget cuts there. We don't want this no more. We don't want this. Where it, it's almost like it's almost like a shady kind of formula sort of to the skaters. OK, not for the business point of view, but more for the skaters. So then. It got to the point where the skaters are kind of tired of that and they're more like, you know what? Why am I skating for the skateboard company that I kind of don't have these freedoms? You know what? I'm I'm gonna drop the team and I'm gonna start my own company. And then you got examples as like uh girl skateboards that emerged out of like uh world industries and and then later, chocolate skateboards, you know, that's still like a sister label to girl skateboards. And, and all these things started to come out. And then little by little, you have other companies starting to emerge out. But these are all uh, uh, skater brands that are owned from skaters. So these are like bootstrap people that are in the trenches and they know what's up, you know. And they know what the skaters want and, and they know like, this is my scene. This is the way I'm going to carve my scene of how I want it to be. So think of this brand, Original Rider, is the same thing. Um, like it's not a corporation operated where you got corporate people who have no connection to Lowrider, you know, who don't even own a Lowrider, like, like, these are real people who like live it every day from, you know, customizing cars, painting the cars, cruising on, being pulled over, being harassed, being not accepted, 
then accepted all the different stages of of what an original lowrider person is so this show it's a big one and the way i'm gonna you know just tie everything is like like this okay so this is going down on the weekend all right and if if you want to be doing everything okay you can hit up the original lowrider event the saturday start early in the morning check all 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 the rides and then after that you take off get some food then you hit the uh genocide event at the pink motel now you, you're going to see a you're going to see like two different worlds not different but different styles different flavors but it, it but it still it ties in together right you're going to get very inspired. You see those things right there. You get to see the presentation that Armando's doing. You get to see the model cars, one-on-one skill cars. You get to see some skaters skating the bull. Um and then and then the night's done. Check out then the Sunday, all right? Sunday is a SoCal Open big show. Starts from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Hit that in the morning. Be be participate, be there see a bunch of uh model cars and then on top of that if you want to if you want to look at 101 scale classic cars you can step outside and boom another car show you look at that and then it's 3 p.m. it's over you wrap up you jump on man i'm thinking what like the you jump on the 405 or or no 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 hell no that that's going to be too much traffic you jump on the 118 freeway, you shoot down the the 210, and then uh you make you have to make your way to downtown LA and then bam you're back. If you want to go for the second day of original lawyer experience, you're there. Um the Sunday, the last day, check out, get some more photos, check out the hop and everything, and then you're done. Get some food, go home. And just scroll through your phone and look at all the photos you just took. All the things you just saw. Everything jam-packed into a weekend. That's that's like if if you want to like get real crazy, right? But if not, then I already put three cards out there, three shows of and you decide of what you wanna hit up right there. Um but like I said, all these shows it's um the very exciting fun shows that got that are coming up and they all um are car related you know it, whether it's a model car or a one to one skill car you know it's it's that 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 love that we have for cars it's right there and it's just up to you what do you want to see where do you want to go so i just wanted to lay that out there for you, because sometimes I get people that ask, like, you know, anything going down or what? And, you know, sometimes I do have that info and sometimes I don't. Sometimes there ain't nothing going down, you know? I mean, there is stuff going down, but it's not car stuff. It could be music stuff or maybe something else, you know, that's going down around these dates. But, but yeah, um, from what I know, uh, my homie, Dennis Matthews, all the way from Florida, is going to be coming out. 
uh, to California that weekend. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully George Vision 124, shout out to him. He's going to be coming out here. Um, hoping to, to probably see him out here uh, that weekend. So that should be um, exciting. So if, if you're going to be in California, there's a lot of stuff going down that weekend. It's going to be like packed. And I mean, I, I know a lot of people are going to be talking like, oh, yeah, this is going down right now and this is going down right now. So, um, you know, you're hearing it here on the podcast. If there's any other event that's going on, uh, that weekend or, or the next weekend of May, please let me know. Uh, keep me posted. Uh, that, that should be, uh, sounds, sounds pretty fun. So, so that's that segment for the shows. Uh, the next part I want to jump into, I want to talk about my, uh, current model car builds, my current projects that I got going on right now. But for that, but real quick, let me take a sip from my coffee cup. All right, guys. So, okay, first things first. I am working, or I've been working for what, like two years now, I want to say. The uh, the Liberty Walk, Aoshima Liberty Walk Lamborghini Huracan. Okay? So, uh, this car, I, um, I, I was looking at my pictures, and, I, and it was just taking me back. From the stages when I got the kit, opened it up, and I was just amused that the, the the way everything went together, um, the booklet it came with, you know, it took me back to like, oh man, this is like I feel like I just opened up a master grade Gundam kit, you know, colored pages, you know, everything's very clear, it looks very elegant, and even the type of plastic that they use, the the red on the body, it was just something that. I was like, man, th- this is almost like a Gundam, you know? And, you know, looking through the photos, I see where I, like, primered the the body, where I started to drill out the uh, the rivets, like, the, the stock rivets that are already on the body. I drilled those out. So now I had all these, like, you know, pinholes all over throughout the body kit. And uh, to the stages where I painted it black, and then I hit it with the, the Midnight Purple, and by splash paints and then finally uh you know clear coating it and everything right there right but little did i know that i was gonna run into a big problem i had no idea that i was gonna run into a big problem with that car and it had to do with the clear coat and the preparation that i didn't uh think of and consider because out of all the cars that I've built, uh, the issue I was having was with the windows. So all windows from cars that I've built have always gone in from the inside. So popping in them in the body from the inside and then gluing the inside. This particular model kit, I had to glue the front window and the two side windows from the exterior, making contact with the body. So the issue that presented itself was that when I clear coated this car, I just went through the process that I normally do with my cars where, you know, I shoot my first coat of clear, mist it on really lightly, flash time, 10 minutes, come back, 
second coat, which is a little bit more heavier, like more like a mid coat. And then now I take a 10 to 15 minute flash time to chill. And then I come back and I hit that third one a bit more heavier, where now it's more like a wet look. And what was happening is that as I was spraying that clear, you know, I'm I'm spraying it along the pillars, along all the edges and everything. And what was happening is that I was building up those pillars, those edges around the window. I just kept building it up uh, more, more, and then more with clear. Finally, when it came down to um, finally polishing the car and all right cool i'm getting close to completion i'm all hyped up i'm happy you know i'm seeing the sunset go down and i'm just hyped like yo today's tonight's gonna be the night you know we're gonna we're gonna put this thing together i get the glass and as i'm putting it on i'm like like what's going on this thing don't even fit like the fitment on this thing it won't even pop in i had to like kind of force it in but I felt like I'm going to end up breaking this thing. I'm going to break this car. Like I could already tell with my hands. Like not meaning like I was going to throw it on the ground. But you know what I mean? Like as I'm holding the body and I'm using my two fingers and I'm trying to push this, pop this thing in. It's not going in. So then I stopped and I'm like, I started to just look. And, and then I was like, right away I knew. I was like, oh man. And I could see the clear in there, right? It's all glossy and the buildup. It's kind of thick and I'm like dang I'm gonna have to go in there and like kind of scrape that all off so I started I just you know started scraping it off started getting it off slowly taking my time taking my time and then underneath um so when you place the glass there's like a little piece of styrene that that is there to receive the glass so this way it doesn't fall through, right? I had to cut that off because when I would finally, uh, I had some clearance and I was pl- pushing the glass in, the glass was still popping out. It wasn't flush with the body. It was just popping out. Like it looked weird. And I was like, dang, I need to like cut that out so then I could push it even further down and it could be flush now. So I cut it out. It's flush. And now the issues I'm having is since there's no more supports, I have to like tape the glass from the exterior, line it up. And then from the interior, I have to put glue in, right? So I started using the, the, what is it? The CA gold glue for this, right? Because I was like, oh, it's not going to fog up the windows. I'm going to use the accelerator. Boom. And I started doing it. I started having issues like it would dry up and everything. And then after a while, like, you know, I would like barely touching it fall like it just would not hold. And then I was like, oh, man, if I start using like a little bit more of an aggressive like a CA glue, I'm going to risk fogging that glass. I'm going to ruin it, you know, but I was very tempted. And then I said to myself, you know what? I need to go back old school. I need to go back you know, to the canopy glue. It's been a minute since I've used some. So I taped up the uh, the glass, you know, got everything cleaned up, did the whole process again, taped everything up, line, lined it up, 
I busted out with the canopy glue. I started pouring it all around the edges from the inside, getting it in there, making sure that, all right, cool, like everything's covered. And I just let it dry. And I remember I put that model body away for like about maybe a week or two. I would not touch it. Finally, I came back and I like took off the tape and that thing is like on there. Like it's already like it's part of the body. It won't come off, you know, I mean, unless I force it out, but just even just tapping it, it's not coming off. Like, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm happy with that done. So now I had to move on to the sided windows, side windows, same problem. Um, though those windows would not fit no more because of the clear. And no matter how much I would press it down and try to glue it, even if I glued it with the canopy glue, the center section was going to pop out. It, it just looked weird. It almost looked like it warped, like the, like the glass warped, but it, I don't think it did. You know, it was just like the, the clear wasn't letting anything sit. So I decided, you know what, let me cut the windows out. You know, uh, it'll look like if the driver rolled down the window from the driver's side and passenger side. That's the way it's gonna like kind of look. So you can see the interior. Unfortunately, I didn't go all out on the interior. I didn't detail it. I didn't do anything crazy. I, to me, I was just like, for me, for this car, my focus is more on the exterior. You know, the paint job, the clear coat job. Um, it has carbon fiber parts. And then I'm also gonna put in the the little rivets from Zoom On. Um, you know, th there was all these like things that that was more of the focus for this build. For me, the interior was like, is this going to be all black? And that's it. You know, I, I didn't really want to go too crazy on the interior. So I cut out the windows and then I ended up putting the other two pieces since they were all separated in there. And it um, it worked out. You know, I was like, all right, cool. We're done. Let's move on to the rivets. Now that the rivets, I had already pre-drilled those holes, I still had to go back and like just go in there and and re-drill them for a second time. And I had to be very careful just because it's such a small, small little uh, drill bit that you risk breaking it, you know, if, if you tilt it a little. So pre-drilled everything all right cool we're done so now the next thing was applying the rivets onto those holes to the body and man so the rivets i used are the ones from zoom on right i carry the zoom on products and like any product if 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 i have it in my shop i you know i'm gonna use it too i gotta be using it right so busted out the rivets I'm going to put these on and, you know, I get my God hand tweezers and I know those tweezers are known for holding lots of stuff, right? Small stuff. And you could even shake it and you could still be holding it. And I, I get my first rivet and, I'm, and I have it in, in the tweezer. But next thing you know, I realize I'm like squeezing this thing so tight, like starting to feel uncomfortable, like it's hurting my fingers, right? And you know, when, when you're doing something like that and it's hurting, you're not doing it right. You know, I already knew like, oh, this, this, this isn't the way I should be squeezing this tweezer. Like this just doesn't feel natural because it shouldn't be hurting. You know, it's like, I have a friend who's like a masseuse and he's told me like, 
you know, when you're giving someone a massage and like if your hands are getting tired or, or your your thumbs or whatever are hurting, as you're giving someone, you're doing it all wrong. It's not supposed to hurt you at all. The, the movements and the way, the positioning and the way you do the stuff with your hands. So I was thinking about that and I was like, dang, you know, I never thought about that. But um, you got a good point there. So I was thinking like, all right, this ain't right. And then next thing you know, the minute I loosen up my hand, boom, rivets like falls off, gone. I can't find it. I get another one. And I'm putting it, I'm trying to apply it into the thing. And then it's all awkward. And then I drop it. And I'm like, damn. I ended up losing like five rivets right off the bat. And I was like, dude, I I think I needed all those for this car. Because it has a lot of little holes that that are on this white body kit. So... I was looking around and looking around and just thinking, all right, what do I need to do? I need to do something. I know I'm I'm doing something like incorrect, you know? And then what popped in my head was magnets. And I said, oh, I know what I need to do. I need to grab my magnets to be able to get a rivet because the magnet's way bigger than the rivet. And if I put four magnets together lined up um, and I have the, the rivet at the tip, the force of that magnet is, is, is strong now because it's four times. So when I apply it, it's just, it's just going to be a lot better, right? So I'm looking around and then I find my magnets, pull them out. I, st- I stack like four magnets together. So then... I started to kind of create a process um, there. So what I what I did was um, I have like a like, you know, I have my cutting mat. But what I was learning is that time when I was dropping those rivets and they fell, you know, they would hit the cutting mat. But then they would like somehow just fall on the ground or disappear. Right. So I said to myself, all right, I need to lay something out. So this way when they fall, they fall here and they don't fall and bounce and roll away. So I ended up um, uh, just getting one of those. Um, it's a, it's like a black. You could even use a t-shirt. Let's say just a black cloth, right? Or or a t-shirt, and you lay it on your bench. You have your car, and then I had um, the the little bag that has all the rivets inside. So what I would do is I would put all the rivets at the bottom of the bag. I would get my tweezers. I would stick my tweezers in the bag, grab a rivet, pull it out, but not completely out of the bag, just enough to be at the edge of the bag, and then I'd let it go. So it still is in the bag. And then I would put my tweezers away, get the magnets, the one, the four magnets that are stacked, and now I would put the magnet close to the edge of the bag where the one rivet that I pulled out with the tweezers was. Next thing you know, the the rivet flies out of the bag and it makes contact with the magnet. So sometimes the rivets can land sideways on the tip of the magnet. So then, you know, with your fingers or with your nails, you can flip the rivet. So now you have the rivet head touching the magnet. So... Now you position yourself like, all right, cool. This rivet's going to go here on this part of the body. 
So you, so you get the magnet and you push, you line it up into the little hole and you push it in. And as you insert, now it's there, right? So the magnet, you slide it sideways because if you pull it out, what's going to happen is there might be a chance where that rivet might just jump out out of its hole in position and go back into the magnet. So you want to slide it out sideways. As you slide it out sideways, the rivet will stay. The next thing you can do is uh, glue the rivet. If you, since you drilled through the hole, you can be very careful to put either your finger over the rivet and um, you can flip the car sideways or upside down, uh, get some of the uh, Tamiya thin cement and just lightly brush it on the underside of the body so this way the cement makes contact with the rivet and the body and and it just you know it just sticks and that's it cool and you do and then you go back and you do the same process over and over each rivet one at a time be very patient take your time if you only can put five rivets at a time or ten cool take a break and then uh, come back but like i said have all the rivets at the bottom of the bag pull one out uh Get it as close as possible to the edge of the bag. Insert, um, you know, the magnets. Not all the way, but just barely enough so it, it picks it up. And you keep repeating this process. The more you're doing it, the more efficient and faster you start to get. The more, uh, like, the muscle memory kicks in, you know. it That insecurity goes away. Like, now that confidence grows and you're just like, boom, 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 putting them on, putting them on. And, and it's nothing crazy. Um, at the end result, once I was like done inserting all the rivets, um, I managed to um, see that I'm missing about maybe like three, yeah, like about three holes where there's rivets. And, you know, I'm going to be getting more in, in the store and I'm going to be getting more rivets in. So I'm definitely going to be able to fill in uh, those three um, spots. But the more um, I was, like, staring at this car, the more I looked at those rivets, the, the, the scale that they're in and everything, I was really impressed. And I was like, man, I really like the size of those rivets, you know? When you see them in the back, they look tiny. You're like, damn, these are small. But when you put them on your car, it makes a big difference. Big difference. And... And man, they look cool. They look super cool. Um, and it's one of those things where, you know, I finally, I experience doing the this rivet process that now looking back at a couple of previous models, I'm kind of like, dang, I, w- I wish I would have drilled out, you know, the holes, <sighs> drilled out the holes and being able to add those rivets. I wish I would have done that, you know? But you know what? It's all good because this is part of learning. This is part of moving forward. Now with models coming up, it's like that's going to be the new thing, right? Whenever I do like a wide body or that has rivets or whatever. And it's almost the same uh, like when I had the experience with uh, uh, installing like the disc, photo etch disc brakes to my cars. That was like a game changer for me, you know, um, I never ever considered thought about doing that 
um, adding disc brakes. I would see the kits, but they never really caught my eye, you know, or interest to be like, oh, I want to add that to my cars. Uh, finally, when, you know, I ended up uh, using disc brakes, uh, photo etch ones from the uh, Aoshima kit that went on my uh, GTR R35 Liberty Walk, I was like, when I, when I shine those ones up, and I put them on the car, and I got to see the way. Like even till now, I, I'm I love looking at that car. I just admire looking at it. I admire looking at the wheels and everything. That I'm like, man, like I I just love that car. And you know, th this EF9 that I'm gonna talk about next, that one also has disc brakes. The thing about the EF9 is that that one has disc brakes and then there's this other civic that i'm working on that is also gonna have disc brakes it's just one of those things where i'm kind of like too into it now with the disc brakes where it's almost like a car that's not gonna have disc brakes of mine i'm gonna be like oof like it's missing something like this is weird like it's gotta have disc brakes so for this liberty walk lamborghini it doesn't have photo etch disc brakes it just has the stock ones right and I was like, all right, like, I guess once I'm done with the rivets, like this, this car is done, you know, it's a done deal. But then I started to like do research and I know that Aoshima hasn't released like, let's just say a Liberty Walk, you know, uh, Lamborghini photo etch set that would have the Liberty Walk logo and, the, and like saying like, it's for this particular kit. You know, that's not out. But what is out is there are a couple of um, photo etch kits that are for Aoshima Lamborghini. And I managed to do research and, and look at the the positioning of the front and the rear brakes. And I, kinda, I, I feel like um, I narrowed it down to maybe I think I found the closest set that is going to be compatible with my Liberty Walk Lamborghini. And from that set, like it's one of those things I wish I would have bought this back then because then I, I would have already known and applied it or whatever. But um, at this point, if those disc brakes, you know, at this point I could take off the wheels, the current wheels it has, the brakes and just look at them. And then if, I, if I'm able to layer that disc brake over it, oh dude, I'm gonna be so happy. If that's the fit, I'm going to, you know, get those polished up, get them cleaned up, rough them up, uh, put some black panel line in there and everything. And that's basically going to be the final thing that's going to be needed to be added to that car. If, if those do fit and I do all that and I fit them in, I'm going to be so happy. Like, oh, my God, I'm just going to be so, super happy, super happy. And I mean, I'm already happy with the car as is, but I'm going to be even more ecstatic if uh if those fit so the um so that's one i mean i have it in a case and uh, the car looks like it's done right but in my mind i know it's not done yet until it has those three rivets in there we got the disc brakes on and all that then we're good to go all right so the next car is the ef9 this is the new new uh plots which Previously was like a, a B-Max model, 124 scale. And 
with this EF9, I'm also using parts from uh, White Chocolate. And it has, it's in all black. It has a scale riders livery on it. I mean, livery. It's only like a, like door decals, right? And a rear decal and a, and a, and a, a, a decal on the rear top wing. Um, and I mean, I, I'm happy with the look. <sighs> Sorry, guys. It's like 12, 19 um, a.m. right now. I, but I've been awake. Like, I got up, like, at 4 in the morning earlier today, but I needed to do a podcast before I go to sleep. So, anyway, the EF9, um, that car, you know, it's, it's one of those builds where I I was putting in a lot of work in the beginning when I started off with the car, uh, along with, like, you know, what was very exciting was, like, trying to get the stance um, into the way I was in a... You know, I like the way it's going to look with the wheels, the mock-up, all that. I had fun doing all that stuff, you know. And then I got the car painted, like, black primer. I got the decals on and everything. Um, The next phase I needed to do was clear coat. But I ended up just putting the car in the box and I put it away. And I just stopped messing with it. And I started messing with other stuff. So, um, sometimes... I don't even, I just like, when I pause stuff, I pause it, and it's almost like like music, you know, you could be on a roll where you're creating music constantly, making a beat, boom, 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 and then you get to a point where you just kind of stop, you have to step away, you do other stuff, and you can question yourself, man, why, why haven't I just finished this track, or what the heck's going on, but then later it hits you, it comes, or you see something, or you hear something, or whatever, or, or you hear someone say something, and it inspires you, you know? Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with this car, where I gave it a break, it came back and, you know, it was just that inspiration more like pumped up and I was like, dang, I know what I need to do. So clear coat is like the next thing that needs to be done to this car to wrap up the exterior body. Um, this is another model where I have to fit my windows in from the exterior so there was certain areas where I applied um, tape this way. <sighs> and I'll make the same mistake of clear, you know, getting in there, jacking it up, setting myself back. You know, I'm trying to prevent myself. So my plan, this is, here's going to be my plan. Come in, hit it with the light coat, give it time to dry, 10-minute flash, come back, mid-coat, boom. 10, 15 minutes down a flash, final coat, um, get it like wet. But when it comes to around the windows, I have to be really lightly on each coat, right? But when I'm done on that final coat, um, I already have like my tweezers and everything set so I can start pulling off all that tape. Like very careful, like pull it out, put it away. Now this way, Everything starts to settle, right? And and then it's done. And then from there, I could move on and start to work on the interior. <sighs> Damn, it's not funny. Like a whole different person <laughs> was like in the background. But yeah, start working on the interior and start uh, going from there. Then I need to start hammering this, uh, this coffee here. If it could kick in. Hmm.
and um so for the interior i'm thinking of going with like a like a gray like a a gray interior because the inside's like stripped so it'll be like a, a gray interior roll cage will be black dashboard will be black uh the the door panels i'm still debating whether if i should keep them black or just go gray as well and um and then as far as like for the headlights one of the headlights um you know the the headlights are in chrome but i'm going to de-chrome one of them uh most likely it's going to be um if i'm sitting in the driver if i'm sitting in the car and and the car is a right hand side most likely the the one i'm going to be taking out is uh probably going to be from that same side from the right hand side um because if i'm not going to be using like a k20 um engine and um you know the way the intake's going to go i'm going to i want to dechrome that because i want to be running like the intake through the front headlight so this way um or like the scoop, you know, so it's going in through there and I want to paint it, paint it black. Obviously, like the, like the car, it's going to be in there. So it's going to look quite interesting in the front. Like one light, I mean, one headlight is going to be normal and then the other one isn't. The other, I mean, the other one's not going to be like a headlight for the purpose of for what it originally is. And then I'll probably cut tape and I'll probably put little X's on the on the headlight and um you know start to kind of uh bring this car to life and um, my goal i'm hoping to get this car done for socal open because i will be bringing the building the the skywriters hq building that david created for me i'll be uh, i'll be bringing that you know i'll most likely have it on my table and then I'll start to, you know, I'll put the Civic on there and then I'll rotate like other cars to be kicking it right there. So like for like photographs or whatever. And then I'll move those to side and, you know, whoever wants to uh, bring their car over, you're more than welcome to set your car there. And we can get some photographs of your car hanging out there at the HQ. You know, I think it'd be like super cool and, and awesome to uh, to have that there, you know. Um, but th those two cars are currently there. I mean, there are other model cars that I have in, like, in the stash that I'm quite excited about. But the the EF9 is definitely one that I need to uh, start getting it done. So this way I could bring out uh, uh, EF9, the Lambo, bring that out, and the Blue GTR. Um, R35. I definitely want to uh, bring that out right there. So, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is uh, the uh, restocks and new items. So, I'm going to let me go on the website. So, uh, see here, I'm in front of my computer. This one's going to make it a lot easier. Skillwriters.com. Um, so some of the some of the items uh, that we got in, you know, if uh, let's start with the tools. So we we did we did acquire a lot of uh, Tamiya uh, products, and as far as like you know Tamiya products, 
they make some outstanding dope dope products and i mean any anywhere from you know the the tapes the primers the the tweezers the nippers all that good stuff it's it's all all pretty um pretty good stuff so um you know i i had gone ask about the the stands like the uh this is like the 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 ones for the spray so like if you're airbrushing your uh your model car and you want to you want to put your model car on a paint stand um you know we did get those back in stock uh that that's something that's definitely a product i recommend uh we also got the tamiya weathering set d which is uh it has burnt blue burnt red and oil stain i've seen a lot of modelers use this particular set for when they're weathering uh like the exhaust tips and and other parts of the exhaust system there um Itulary, the vw golf gti the volvo 760 gle toyota land cruiser we got those in in the store finally uh, i had been keeping my eye on those i've been wanting to get those in those are those are back well not back they're in for the first time what is back is the nsx um you know the og nsx and the newer nsx we do have uh those in the store in stock um as far as like the nissan r34 we do have the gtr nismo z-tune in the store the nissan r33 skyline gtr two-door from fujimi and also from fujimi the uh slidey s13 plus rs 13 two-door car uh from fujimi another um i notice every time i get these wheels they sell out fast they're the volk racing te 37 i mean yeah these, these wheels are are hot i just i got i was only able to get six sets but those are those are in the store uh supras those are back in stock uh from tamiya uh the fujimi spoon civic type r a uh, new item that arrived, the Honda Civic Fiero. That's another new item, and along with the uh, the Nissan Skyline RSC R30 2000 Turbo with intercooler RSX. That's another one. That's a new one right there. The uh, the R35, the GTR Pure Edition. Uh, one thing about this car that I later learned um, is that. This one comes with the engine. You know, it doesn't get promoted or anything. But, I mean, you could, let's just say you're going to do a Liberty Walk car. And, you know, it doesn't come with the engine. But you wanted an engine. You could always use the engine from this car right here. Um, you could just snag it and put it on there. Um, the Fujimi Honda Civic Type R LA EP3. Um, and then another one, the Nissan 430 uh Cedric Sedan. That Cedric Sedan is so dope. Super old school, cool looking car. Man, if 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 I could buy this car, I'd buy it. I drive that thing, dude. It it just looks amazing. Like it's uh it's super cool. A very cool car. Um we did get a large um restock on Scale Motorsport. 
everything from the decals uh, to the scribing tools and to even their stands uh, for displaying your models at the show. Um, th that came in not too long ago. Uh, the same with Gopher Racing. You know, a lot of um, uh, decals, um, interior seat belts, even the, ra the new racing seat belts are out. Um, detail Masters. We uh we re upped on a lot of stuff that we needed to re up from Detail Masters. Uh, the next couple of brands and detail parts that are on their way. The first one being Zoom On Model. Keep your eyes peeled for the Zoom On Model. I know they just came out with this like really amazing photo etch set uh, to spray um you know the paint from your airbrush onto this uh, stencil which can be used on your radiator of your model car from your favorite brand. It's so cool. Something people have been wanting. It's finally here. You know, Zoomon keeps pushing the envelope. They keep delivering. They keep giving us what we want. And, I mean, they're they're doing it right there. So, um, Zoomon order is coming in, I would say, within a week. It should be here. It shouldn't take too long, but it's on its way. Um uh, then after that, we, we are expecting a larger order of Top Studio Detail Master uh, products. So that's another one. And uh, I would say later this month, um, we should be expecting uh, to finalize and get the latest order from Mr. Model all the way in Brazil right there. So um, please stay tuned uh, for that. You know, uh, next week, we got a bunch of model kits that are going to be coming in as well. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, when I went on my trip to Spain, I couldn't really do any purchasing on anything just because, you know, I was going to be away and, and like, I'd feel uncomfortable with knowing like, oh, yeah, they just, you know, they're like, you can't ship nothing out. You got packages that are like waiting for you outside your door and everything. So. I just was like, I'm not going to buy nothing, you know? I'm just going to let it be, take this break, chill, relax, and then I'll be back to the grind when I get back. So uh, definitely, um, you know, as I came back, I started, you know, getting in contact with my suppliers, my vendors. You know, I started getting in a bunch of stuff and, and even some kind of hard-to-find stuff that they were able to get for me. And, I mean... Now everything's coming in, you know, everything like a lot of things are already came in um, earlier this month and already next week. I should be expecting more stuff to come in to fill in all these like little holes and little pockets of like things that have been out of stock for a while. And even on some stuff, um, it just went on out of stock now, but I'm able to get all those things right there. So. Um, please check out the website, scalewriters.com. Uh, a big variety. I'd say right now, the store is like looking very healthy. Like there's just so much product, so much stuff. Um, basically, we got everything from, you know, a model kit to the supplies that you need to prep the model, the paints, you know, that you need the tools in order to build this model and have it all ready. So I just want to let you guys know. I hope you guys are doing well. This is uh, 65 Lokes signing off. Uh, please keep on building. Stay safe out there. And I'll see you guys soon. Later.